Oh, we are following healing sermons with Pastor Daniel and Trinity of the Most High God. Stay connected. Vous suivez des sermons de guérison avec le Pasteur Daniel. Connectez-vous maintenant au nom de Jésus-Christ. For me in English and Maman Giselle in French. Matthew chapter 6, verse 21. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Matthieu chapitre 6, verset 21. Matthieu chapitre 6, verset 21. Matthieu chapter 6, verse 21. If you found this, Maman Giselle, you can uh, take the mic and to read it. Matthew chapter 6, verse 21. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus Christ. Matthew chapter 6, verse 21. Gagnons le temps, s'il vous plaît. Shalom, Père de Dieu. Shalom. Je lis la parole du Seigneur dans Matthieu 6, 21. Car là où est ton trésor, là aussi sera ton cœur. Amen. Amen. Did you find it in English? Ok, let us read it. I read in Jesus' name. Amen. For where your treasure is, there your heart will be also. Where your treasure is, it is where your heart will be so. The title of my message is the Levitical Offering versus New Covenant Offering. Le titre de mon message, c'est ici, l'offrande Levitique en comparaison avec l'offrande de la Nouvelle Alliance. Je vais prêcher en anglais et en français. I'm going to preach in English and in French for just a, a short moment. Please connect with me in order to understand this message. It is a short message, but very important. Levitical offerings versus New Covenant offerings. Let us bow our head and to pray in the name of Jesus Christ. Inclinons notre tête pour prier au nom de Jésus. L'Éternel Dieu Tout-Puissant, Créateur des cieux et de la terre, nous te remercions infiniment pour tout ce que tu as fait. My Father, my Father, I thank you for what you have done in our lives. I thank you, Jehovah King of Glory, for your presence in this place. Je te remercie, mon Dieu, mon roi pour ta présence dans ce lieu. You are God. Toi, tu es Dieu. You have healed us. You have delivered us. You have blessed us. My Father, my Father, be glorified. Toi, tu nous as bénis. 
Tu l'as délivré, tu l'as sauvé. Sois glorifié, Papa. We are going to hear this word. May this word deliver someone. Que cette parole délivre quelqu'un. Au nom puissant de Jésus-Christ de Nazareth. Amen. Oui. Je disais que le titre de mon message, le title of my message, is The Leviticus Offering versus New Covenant Offering. It's not a preaching, but it's just a short teaching. Ce n'est pas une prédication, mais c'est juste un enseignement, un court enseignement. Nous avons l'habitude, we have the habit, my brother, my sister, uh, to think that uh, we have to spend money in order to attract the heart of God. Many of us, or many men of God, they have given the impression that we have to spend money in order to attract the heart of God. Beaucoup d'entre nous et beaucoup d'hommes de Dieu nous ont fait comprendre que nous devons dépenser de l'argent pour toucher le cœur de Dieu, pour attirer le cœur de Dieu. Alors, la vérité de la parole, c'est pas ça. The truth of the word, my brother, it is not that that you have to spend money to attract the heart of God. No. That is not the word of God. But many of us, men of God, beaucoup d'entre nous, hommes de Dieu, on a l'impression, on donne l'impression aux enfants de Dieu que nous devons demander, dépenser de l'argent pour attirer le cœur de Dieu ou bien pour attirer l'attention de Dieu. Many of us, men of God, we give impression to people of God, to children of God, that we have to spend money to attract the heart of God. It is a wrong doctrine. That is the doctrine of uh, prosperity. In many churches, they give impression that the more you give, the more you attract God. So, what is happening? Dans beaucoup d'églises, on nous donne l'impression que plus tu donnes, plus tu attires Dieu. Qu'est-ce qui ne va pas finalement? It does not work like that. It's supposed not even to work like that. This is what I am presenting here as message. Ça c'est ce que je présente ici comme message. On n'attire pas le cœur de Dieu par l'argent. We don't attract the heart of God by money. But in the old covenant, it was like that. Dans l'ancienne alliance, c'était comme ça. Voilà pourquoi nous parlons de des offrandes lévétiques. Des offrandes lévétiques, selon le livre de Lévétique, c'est là où Dieu avait donné les instructions des différentes offrandes qu'il faut présenter. Je vais juste résumer cela pour comprendre. I am going to summarize the different offerings in the old covenant. In the old covenant, when people they were sinning, for them to redeem themselves, they were obliged to use a, a animal as an offering, to use the goods that they have for offering. They have to use it to offer to God, for God to put aside the sin. Dans l'ancienne alliance, ma soeur, mon frère, les enfants d'Israël étaient là en train de dépenser leurs biens 
pour attirer Dieu à mettre de côté leurs péchés. Donc ça, ce sont les offrandes de Lévitique selon la loi de Moïse, la loi que Dieu avait donnée à Moïse. Dans le livre de Lévitique, c'est bien précis. We understand that God gave the law to Moses. And in the book of Leviticus, it was explained what we need to do or what they were supposed to do when they have sinned. And that it was obligatory. Meaning that each time you want to meet God, you have to spend. Because the old covenant, it was physical. But the new covenant is spiritual. God does not need your anymore. God does not need your car. God does not need whatever you have physically to connect with him. But God needs your heart. In the new covenant, God needs your heart. Do you see the difference, my brother? Do you understand? But in the old covenant, God needed your goods. In the old covenant, God needed your animal. He needed whatever you have. That is what you're going to see. In order to attract the mercy of God and to forgive you. That is what was happening in the old covenant. But in a new covenant, God does not need your money, your car. No. He does not need first those things. God needs your heart. Dans l'ancienne alliance, les enfants d'Israël dépensaient leurs biens pour attirer la miséricorde de Dieu. Parce que l'ancienne alliance était physique. La nouvelle alliance est spirituelle. Dans la nouvelle alliance, Dieu a besoin de ton cœur afin de connecter à Dieu. Il n'a pas besoin d'abord de ton alliance, de, de, de ton offrande, mais il a besoin de ton cœur d'abord. Donc ça veut dire, si aujourd'hui tu amènes l'offrande à Dieu et tu laisses ton cœur dans le féticheur, l'offrande là, Dieu ne va pas prendre ça. It means that my brother, my sister, if today you bring your offering, okay, to, to the church and you leave your heart to a cultic house, God will not take the, your offering. Do you understand now? So in a new covenant, God wants you and I to present, first of all, our heart to him. But in the old covenant, God wanted you and I to present the lamb, the goat, the animal, or our goods. That is what we're going to summarize here. Dans l'ancienne alliance, Dieu avait besoin de tes biens pour attirer ce qu'on appelle l'attention de Dieu, la miséricorde de Dieu. Mais dans la nouvelle alliance, Dieu a besoin de ton cœur. Si aujourd'hui tu vas à l'église et tu amènes ton offrande, mais ton cœur reste dans les frimaçons, dans les groupes occultiques, dans les groupes de féticheurs, Dieu ne va pas même comprendre, ne va même pas voir même ton offrande. Ton offrande sera une, une abomination. If today you bring the offering to the church, you leave your heart in the house, in your marriage, you leave your heart in your family, you leave your heart in the Freemason, Freemason, or according group activity association, you do nothing. That offering will not work. It means that God wants you to bring, first of all, 
your heart to the church. Then the offering, God will see it as a blessing. The offering, God will see it as a perfume of a good order. Dieu veut que tu amènes d'abord ton cœur à l'église. Et ton offrande que tu vas donner, même la dîme que tu vas payer, ça sera imparfait à bonne odeur. I remember one sister told me, Pastor, you gave me prayers. Je me souviens d'une sœur qui m'a dit, Pasteur, toi tu m'as donné des prières, mais je n'arrive pas à faire ces prières-là. Moi je vais seulement te donner de l'argent et après tu vas seulement toi prier pour moi. Moi je n'ai pas le temps, je suis occupé, je te donne seulement l'argent, beaucoup d'argent et toi tu seras là seulement à prier pour moi. J'ai dit non, ma sœur ça ne se passe pas comme ça. Toi qui veux acheter Dieu par ton argent, tu ne gagneras rien. Mais les faux pasteurs, ils vont accepter une telle proposition. Parce qu'ils vont seulement prendre ton argent et rien ne va marcher. There is a member who met me, my brother. He said, Pastor, you gave me prayers. But I'm not ready to do those prayers. I don't have time to do those prayers. But help me. I want to give you enough money. You just be praying for me. You just be praying for me. I said to that sister, if I am a fake man of God, I will accept such proposal. Because a fake man of God will take that money and he will do nothing. Even though when you're going to pray, God will not even answer that prayer. Because you, the concerned person, you are not ready. I said to the person, rather to keep your money, or if you want to give me money, I can't refuse. It's a blessing. But you don't think that if you give me money, and you don't pray, me, I will pray for you, then God will be blessing you and blessing. No. That member did not give me the money anymore. Why? Because he wanted to corrupt my spiritual life. Do you understand? He wanted to corrupt my spiritual life. There are many men of God. They are big. Big, 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 big. You can see the church is full. But why do they do fake miracles? Meaning that they don't have God. They only pretend that God is with them by showing off their cars, their money, their clothes. Whatever is beautiful attracts people that that sees in the physical, not in the spiritual. And the proof you're going to see that, you will fake miracle, you will understand, no, he spent money to buy people to come and give fake testimonies. <laughs> Why must you spend money for people to come and give you fake testimonies? Why? Where is your God? Where is the God you are serving? Meaning that they don't know God and God does not know them. That is the truth. Now, they are just deceiving people by using their money to corrupt people to come and give fake testimonies to pretend they were sick and they are delivered. God is not there. But the church is full. But God is not there. Because people, they are corrupted. People, they are not following Christianity. They are not following the life of holiness. They don't want to change. We are not perfect. But we need to manifest the desire to change. Ma soeur, mon frère, on n'est pas parfait. 
Mais nous devons manifester le désir de changer. La volonté de changer, d'aller vers la terre promise, la perfection. C'est ça ce qui est important. Et Dieu va nous aider, Dieu va nous soutenir. Toi qui penses que tu dois dépenser ton argent pour corrompre Dieu, pour séduire Dieu, tu perds ton temps, tu perds ton argent. Ce que tu dois faire, c'est pendant que tu donnes l'offrande, il faut être connecté avec Dieu, manifeste la volonté de grandir spirituellement. Et Dieu va considérer ton offrande comme une bénédiction pour toi et même pour l'Église. Tu donnes l'offrande, à la fin tu vas à l'enfer. Ça, ça joue quel rôle? Il y a beaucoup d'églises, l'église est remplie de beaucoup de gens. Mais le pasteur fait des faux témoignages. Il utilise son argent pour corrompre les gens de venir faire des témoignages. Alors ça veut dire que Dieu n'est pas avec eux. Ces gens-là, ces hommes de Dieu, ils prennent les offrandes, les types des offrandes que j'explique, où les enfants de Dieu ne sont pas intéressés à suivre Dieu. Les enfants de Dieu sont là seulement à acheter la confiance auprès de leur pasteur. Mais ils ne font pas des efforts de changer. Regarde bien ma soeur, mon frère. Si, my brother, my sister. Let me just present here before I end this service. This teaching. The Leviticus offering, we have five of them. There are five Levitical offerings. Il y a cinq offrandes Levitiques. Prends note. Take note. Cinq offrandes Levitiques. Ça, c'est dans l'ancienne alliance. La première offrande, on appelle ça l'Holocauste. The first offering, it is called burnt offering. Burnt offering, it was when, for instance, you have committed a sin and then you want God to forgive you. You want to attract the presence of God. You're going to take an animal and then anything that you have, you present it to God. It will be burnt by the fire of the Holy Ghost. You will not eat it. No one is going to eat it. Everything will be taken to God. And you will only see the smoke. That is what was happening in the old covenant. When that thing happened, the glory of God came come down. Comes down and to bless and to deliver, to heal. Do you understand? That is how it works. La première offrande de ma soeur, mon frère, dans l'ancienne alliance, c'est l'offrande de l'Holocauste. Holocauste, on utilisait l'animal, le bien que tu as, tu présentes cela à l'autel, et le feu du Saint-Esprit venait pour brûler cela, manger cela, et vous ne voyez que la fumée qui monte, qui monte en haut. Et quand c'est comme ça, la gloire de Dieu descendait pour maintenant guérir, pour sanctifier son peuple. Ça, c'est l'offrande qu'on appelle l'Holocauste, en anglais, burnt offering. You can find it in the book of Leviticus chapter 1 from 3 to 17 dans le livre de Levitique chapitre 1 de 3 à 17. La deuxième offrande ici, the second offering in the old covenant, it is called here grain offering. The grain offering according to the book of Leviticus chapter 2 from 1 to 16. Donc la deuxième ici offrande c'est l'offrande, c'est-à-dire des graines, la nourriture. Ici, c'est pour dédier ta vie à Dieu. Pour dédier ta vie à Dieu. This offering, it was to dedicate your life to God. But that offering was shared among 
people, the, 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 the leaders, the, the high priest, uh, you shared it. It was like that. And that offering was for dedication of your life. Cette offrande-là, c'était pour la dédication de ta vie et de notre vie. C'est ce qu'il faisait. La troisième offrande, ma soeur, mon frère, je vais un peu vite ici, c'est peace offering. Peace offering is the offering, is the another type of offering that we do in the old covenant. Peace offering, Leviticus chapter 3 from 1 to 17. L'offrande ici de, comment on appelle, l'offrande de paix. L'offrande de paix ici, c'était une offrande qu'on présentait où on partageait cela, oui, on partageait cela avec les gens qui étaient là, on partageait cela avec les responsables, y compris le, ce qu'on appelle le sacrificateur. Voilà, ça c'est l'offrande de paix, là où il y avait le partage. The peace offering, it is an offering where people they were coming with the food and they share it. Yes, it is where people they were coming with the food what they have prepared and they share it among the leaders that are there. It's for peace. It is for peace. And now, the grand offering, it was for dedication, to dedicate your life. Okay? Yeah. The grand offering, it was for dedication, to dedicate your life. L'offrande de grain, c'est l'offrande de dédication de leur vie vers Dieu. Mais l'offrande ici, de paix. C'est l'offrande où on faisait le partage des biens qu'ils avaient, c'est-à-dire la nourriture qu'ils avaient. Nous avons ici la quatrième offrande. The fourth, the fourth offering here, we found it in the book of Leviticus chapter 4. Leviticus, yes, Le Leviticus, you see here, uh, chapter 1 from 4 to 5, you can also read Leviticus chapter 4, we understand here it is for people to be cleaned. It is for sanctification. When, for instance, you have committed a sin against your will and you feel weak, you feel weak and you want to be stronger in the Lord, you present this offering. They call it a sin offering. Do you see? You have committed a sin and you want God to forgive you. You do this offering called a sin offering. La quatrième offrande, ma soeur, mon frère, c'était appelée l'offrande de péché. Lorsque tu as commis le péché, qu'est-ce que tu fais? Tu présentes cette offrande, c'était pour la sanctification, c'était pour enlever les péchés. Vous voyez un peu? Et c'est ça ce qui se passe dans la nouvelle alliance, où les gens sont en train de dire, ah, tu as commis le péché, c'est très grave. Donne 10 dollars, donne 100 dollars pour que Dieu te pardonne. La personne là, cet homme de Dieu, il vole ton argent. Parce qu'il prend ce qui s'est passé dans l'ancienne la, alliance et il justifie ça dans la nouvelle alliance. Tu as commis le péché, au lieu de demander pardon, on te demande de l'argent. Voilà. This offering, since offering, we understand some fake men of God, they are doing it now. A person has committed sin, they will tell him, Pay uh, 1,000 rand. Then uh, I will pray for you. Then God will forgive you. Does it work like that? This is what was happening in the old covenant. You have committed a sin. You present this offering called a sin offering. 
for God to forgive you. In the old covenant, it was possible because God was preparing them to connect their heart to God. Dans l'ancienne alliance, ceci était possible parce que Dieu était en train de préparer les gens à connecter avec Dieu. Il préparait son peuple à connecter avec Dieu. Leur cœur n'était pas spirituel. Jésus-Christ n'était pas encore là. Le Saint-Esprit n'était pas encore là. Vous voyez? Voilà pourquoi ceci était possible. Quand tu as péché, tu présentes ton offrande pour que Dieu puisse te pardonner. Mais comment dans la nouvelle alliance, là où il y a le Saint-Esprit, dans, dans la vie des gens, comment un homme de Dieu va te dire, donne ton offrande, je vais prier pour toi et le péché va partir. Non! C'est pas ça. On va seulement te voler de l'argent. Toi, tu dois t'intéresser à demander pardon. Tu dois t'intéresser à sanctifier ton cœur afin que Dieu puisse être satisfait. Et l'offrande sera une bénédiction. You can't buy forgiveness to God with the money. You come and say, God, I have sinned. You don't even ask for forgiveness. You say, I have 2,000. Like some churches that we say, God wants to bless people. The more you give, the more God will bless you. The more you give, the more God will forgive you and uh, you will go higher. 10,000. 10,000 rand. People, they are there. After that, we say, 5,000. After that, we say, 3,000. You see? Now, you want more blessing, you need 10,000, no? Is it not like that, my brother? Huh? Uh, brother, that's it. Maman Giselle, can you get the mic to, uh, to, 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 for my brother to share the experience? No, that, not that one. That one. You can come this side. You can come this side. Because we need to educate people. People that are following this service. Jesus. There, there. No, there. Brother, that's it. Aide le frère, non, s'il te plaît. Maman Gisèle, tu peux aider. Yes. Yes, my brother, can you share? Brother, don't fight. Come this side here. My brother, can you share the experience that you have? You share the experience that you have? Based on what the man of God is teaching here. The offering, they're going to say, you need more blessing, more healing, more deliverance, more forgiveness, pay more. Have you ever heard it? Can you tell me? Yeah, I think I've uh, been Your mic, please be closer. Be, take it closer. Yes. I've been talking to a lot of prophets online on Facebook. And then they say, when we pray to you, we reveal that there is something that is the man. And then they say, uh, if I need deliverance, they can say there is a, a woman. 
in in my family and then that woman she's even a mirror she's trying to block my likes and everything which i'm doing they say in order for me to, to be delivered there is an orphanage i think it's in nigeria they give me the number they direct me they say i must point a seat so that i can be delivered and then i say no i don't have a seat they say try to borrow so that it can be delivered so no god Hello. say let the poor come to me tell all of them to bring all their problem to me i will solve them so i was confused when he say i must put a seat and i said no I, maybe this one is a fake i tried the other one is i think it's Zion ministry and then he said the same thing the same message which the one was telling me about I was like no i can do this I'll wait for that at time. Hallelujah. So now I understand what the meaning of the right God. Thank you my brother. Thank you for that sh- short testimony. You can just have your seat. Thank you. Do you understand? Let me say this in French. Notre frère qui vient de parler ici a fait un témoignage. Il a contacté des hommes de Dieu. Là on lui a demandé paie l'argent d'abord et on va prier pour toi. Paie l'argent d'abord et on va prier pour toi. Paie l'argent et on va prier et Dieu va te va te pardonner. C'est ça. Ce que je suis en train de prêcher vient d'être confirmé par un membre qui est en train de suivre ce service. What I'm just teaching right now has just been confirmed by our lovely brother here. Meaning that this is the word of God we need to receive that will change our life. The Bible is saying that you and I will perish because we lack knowledge. La Bible dit que toi et moi on périt parce que on n'a pas de connaissance. Sin offering was in the old covenant. The Holy Ghost was not yet there. The Holy Ghost was not inside people. The Holy Ghost was not spread everywhere. So God was training those people to connect themselves to God through their heart. But they were stubborn. They could not even understand. So even the sin was not forgiven. The sin was covered. It was just put aside. It was not removed. It was just aside. But you and I, no matter the gravity of your sin, if God forgives you, if God forgives you, the sin is gone. God will not even remember it. But you and I, because you are so stubborn, you're going to remember even the sin we committed in the past. Even though God has forgiven you, you will still remember it. But God does not do like that. He will forget it. He will remove that sin from the book of report. Dans l'ancienne alliance, ma soeur, mon frère, Les enfants d'Israël n'avaient pas le Saint-Esprit au-dedans d'eux. Dieu les préparait. L'offrande qu'il donnait, ça représentait la dévotion de leur cœur auprès de Dieu. Mais c'était difficile, ils ne connectaient même pas. Voilà pourquoi Jésus-Christ devait venir. Jésus-Christ devait venir pour fixer tout ça. 
Donc un homme de Dieu qui te dit, tu as commis un péché, donne 10 000, donne 1000 euros, donne 100 euros, donne 1000 rendes pour que Dieu puisse te pardonner. C'est un voleur. Je sais que les hommes de Dieu ne vont pas aimer ça. Et un homme de Dieu qui te dit, donne d'abord l'argent avant de prier pour toi. C'est un voleur. A man of God who will come to tell you, give me first of all money before I pray for you is a thief. I know the man of God will not like it. Every man of God will come to tell you, give me first of all money, then I will pray for you is a thief. Because he's a He's a pastor of the old covenant. He's supposed to go back there and to do his job, his business. But if he's a pastor of the new covenant, the offering is not the condition number one. The condition number one, it is for the child of God to be motivated to serve God. The condition number one, the man of God must prepare the member to accept to be cleaned by the power of the blood of Jesus Christ. That is the condition number one. The pastor must train, prepare the member to accept to be cleaned by the power of the blood of Jesus Christ. That is the condition number one. Now offering is now supporting the blessing that you have received so that it is going to bounce back it will bounce back in your material life seek first of all the kingdom of God and his righteousness and the rest shall be given to you meaning that first of all is the kingdom of God which is your heart to be connected to God the man of God must prepare you to follow God to be spiritual then your offering will be a blessing. Your offering will bounce back to your material life. You become blessed materially. Your offering is blessing you materially. But your offering is not blessing you spiritually. Hallelujah! Your offering will be accepted because your heart is connected to God. Now, your offering will be bounce back to your material life. When you're going to pray to God, God, remember my offering. God is going to remember your offering. He will bless you. He will heal you. He will deliver you. Why? Because your heart is connected to him. So, the first thing to seek is the connection of your heart to God. La première des choses, ma soeur, mon frère, que tu dois chercher, c'est la connexion de ton cœur vers Dieu. L'homme de Dieu doit t'aider à connecter ton cœur vers Dieu. Maintenant, les offrandes, les dîmes que tu vas payer, ça sera pour ta propre bénédiction parce que ça va retourner auprès de toi pour ta vie matérielle. L'offrande que tu donnes, ça va retourner vers toi pour ta vie matérielle. Dieu va accepter ton offrande. Pourquoi? Parce que ton cœur est connecté à lui. Dieu va entendre ton cœur. Il n'entend pas ton offrande. C'est ton cœur qu'il va entendre. Ce n'est pas ton offrande. Ton offrande sera reçue sera reçu 
Lorsque ton cœur est connecté à Dieu et ton offrande sera imparfaite de bonne odeur. Du see, the last offering in the order convenient, it is a trespass offering. Trespass offering meaning that if you go, you take someone's wife, you have trespassed. You are not supposed to do it. If you steal someone's car, you are not supposed to do it. You are trespassing. Do you understand? If you enter into a property, a yard, which is not for you, you have trespassed. And that you, it was a sin in the old covenant. Now you have to do that offering. You call it a trespass offering. Levitical chapter 6 from 1 to 7. So they will charge you. They will fine you. They will tell you pay this amount. They pay this amount because you have trespassed. Then when you have done it, you are now free. Do you understand? That is a trespass offering. La dernière offrande de l'ancienne alliance, ma soeur, mon frère, pour terminer ici, c'est l'offrande en anglais qu'on appelle trespass, c'est-à-dire, comment je vais expliquer ça? C'est-à-dire, une offrande là où tu as commis le péché de prendre quelque chose qui ne t'appartient pas. Soit tu as pris la femme de Trouy, tu as, tu as trespassé, tu as débordé. Et là, on va te demander l'offrande qui est en rapport de cela. Tu as débordé. Tu es rentré dans la parcelle de quelqu'un sans permission, tu as débordé. Tu es allé voler quelque chose de quelqu'un, tu as débordé. Alors, il faut payer l'offrande. Et la loi précisait comment tu vas le faire. C'est en rapport avec la valeur de la chose là. Et après, on t'ajoute encore quelque chose au-dessus que tu vas payer. To pay this offering, people in the old covenant they were seeing first of all the value of that thing for instance if you have stolen a car they will charge you the value of that car and they will also put on top a fine do you understand a fine if the car it is one million you're gonna pay one million plus and a fine a fine maybe maybe 500 then put it on top and then you pay everything is in the bible Dans la nouvelle alliance, ce genre de péché, ça demande la réconciliation. Ça demande la restitution. Toi, tu n'as pas encore fait la restitution, mais tu vas voir le pasteur, tu donnes beaucoup d'argent au pasteur de prier pour toi, pour que Dieu te pardonne. Mais entre-temps, tu as volé quelque, quelque chose à quelqu'un. Et cette chose-là, tu n'as pas encore remis cela. Tu n'as pas fait la restitution. Parce que dans l'offrande dont on parle ici, il faut faire la récession. Mais dans l'ancienne alliance, on chargeait aussi l'amende. Toi, tu n'as pas fait la restitution. Par exemple, tu as couché avec le mari de Trouy, n'est-ce pas? La sœur là, tu la connais. La restitution veut dire, va voir cette sœur, tu vas dire, ma sœur, pardonne-moi, j'ai couché avec ton mari. Tu vois, ça devient difficile. Ça devient vraiment difficile. Pardonne-moi ma soeur. J'ai couché avec ton mari. Pardonne-moi. Ça c'est la restitution. Ça c'est un exemple seulement. Et après tu vas au pasteur. Il va prier pour toi. Et ça va marcher. Lévitique chapitre 6 de 1 à 7. Dans la nouvelle alliance. Dieu veut qu'on puisse faire la restitution. In the new covenant. 
God wants you and I to do restitution. If you have a stolen money, for instance, you have to go and return that money, isn't it? Because in the old covenant, it was like that. So in a new covenant, you have to go and to return that money. Now, what about things like sexual immorality, adultery? What about? You go and sleep with someone's wife. According to the Bible, what will you do? It becomes difficult. Because you have to go and to see the husband of that woman that you slept with. You see, it's now difficult. How will you start? Because you have to do the restitution. You need to go and say, my brother, forgive me. Forgive me, my brother. Forgive me. I have slept with your wife. Hey! It's dangerous. But you have to do it. So that God will forgive you. Because in all the covenant, they call it trespass. You have to pay it back and they will also charge you an amount, a fine on top of it. Now, in the new covenant, it's the same thing. You have to pay it back. But if you have slept with someone's wife, you need to do the restitution. You need to ask forgiveness to the husband. Then the pastor will pray for you. Everything will be okay. It becomes difficult. How will you start? So it's better not to commit that type of sin. Do you see how we complicate our lives? Vous voyez, je termine ici, ma soeur, mon frère. Comment on complique, on complique notre vie? La restitution est nécessaire. Si tu ne fais pas la restitution, ça devient un blocage quelque part. Et ce blocage-là va nous suivre, va nous suivre, va nous suivre, va nous suivre. Voilà. Ce blocage-là va nous suivre. Tu as couché avec la femme de Tui. Et mais la restitution ici veut dire va voir le mari de cette femme-là et tu lui dis que je m'excuse, j'ai couché avec ta femme. Ça devient difficile. Ça devient vraiment difficile, toi et moi, comment on va commencer ça? Ça devient difficile. Hein? Mais toi, tu ne fais pas ça. Tu continues à coucher, tu continues à coucher, tu continues à coucher avec les femmes de Tui, mais tu ne vas pas voir les maris de leurs femmes, les maris de ces femmes-là pour faire la restitution. Mais tu vas voir le pasteur pour lui donner 10 000 dollars, 15 000 dollars, 20 000 dollars pour que le pasteur puisse prier pour toi. Oh! I remember, I've seen a movie, I watched a movie to end here. J'ai suivi un film. Dans ce film, les gens commettaient le péché, ils partaient voir le père de l'église catholique pour aller demander pardon. In the movie I watched, people that were committing sin, killing people, killing others, then they go and they see, I call it, uh, uh, a priest in the Catholic Church. Yeah? A priest in the Catholic Church. Father, forgive me. I have sinned. The, pastor, the, priest, the priest will ask, what type of sin? I have killed a person. Who is his name? His name is X. Where does he stay? He stay in this street and street and street. And then you, where do you stay? I stay in this street and street. Okay. The Lord has forgiven you. Go. And that priest, you're going to take all the, the recording 
you're going to send it to the police. And the police will go and arrest you. <laughs> that is the movie I watch. Eh? You used to commit sin and you go to the priest in a Catholic church and to ask the forgiveness to the priest. No. The priest is not God. It's not God. You need to ask the forgiveness to God, Yahweh, who created heavens and earth. Man, Yahweh going to tell you, go and do restitution. Trespass offering. Leviticus chapter 6 from 1 to 7. Yahweh will tell you, go and ask the forgiveness to the family of the person that you have killed. It becomes difficult. So better not to do it. Do you see? Better not to do it. Le péché de trespass, comme on dit, débordement. Tu rentres dans le terrain qui ne t'appartient pas. Tu as tué quelqu'un. Le film que j'ai suivi, des gens étaient là en train de tuer. Après avoir tué, ils vont aller à l'église catholique. Voir le pasteur par la fenêtre. Le prêtre. Prêtre, papa, père, pardonne-moi. Tu as fait quoi? Oh, je viens de tuer quelqu'un. Ok. Comment il s'appelle? Il s'appelle X. Il vit où? Il vivait où? Il vivait là-bas. Et toi, tu vis où? Moi, je vis ici. Ok, va en paix. Dieu t'a pardonné. Et la personne va partir. Est-ce que vous croyez que vraiment Dieu a pardonné cette personne? Non. L'offrande ici de trespasse, débordement, rentrer dans le terrain des gens, va t'obliger de faire la récession. Il faut réparer. Mais encore, ce prêtre, ce qu'il faisait, il va prendre tout ce qu'il a enregistré, l'adresse qu'il connaît de la personne, il va donner ça à la police et on va arrêter la personne. Donc, le prêtre faisait comme ça. Ça veut dire, arrêter la personne, le film veut dire que tu seras puni parce que tu as tué. Donc, Dieu ne t'a pas pardonné, tu seras puni. In this movie, it means that you will, the person was arrested. Why? Because the priest took all the record the information, he gave it to the police. It means that there was no forgiveness. Meaning that the priest can't forgive you. Only God who can forgive you. That is the meaning of the movie. Because the priest was taking the every information, he was giving it to the police. And the police was arresting one by one. Meaning that the priest did not forgive. The priest can't forgive you. So in this movie I watch, it means that the priest can't forgive. Because you have committed a crime, you need to pay for it. Now for you to do it in according, according to the way of the Lord, you need to ask forgiveness to the family of the person you have committed a crime. You may not go to the police, but if you Fix it with the family, it will stay there among you. If you have to suffer for a while and you suffer for a while, that is the best way. So, the solution is not to do those type of things. J'ai fini mon message, ma soeur, mon frère. I have finished my message, my brother, my sister. In conclusion, we need to understand that the new covenant offering it is a matter of a heart. It's a matter of a heart. It's a matter of love. The love of God that you have. And the love that you have for your neighbors. 
The new covenant offering is first of all a matter of a heart. Your heart, number one. Offering is now an act of giving back to God who first gave you. Offering becomes an act of giving back to God who first gave you. Do you understand? Offering, money, cars, whatever, is giving back to God who first gave you. You understand that you have received everything from him. That is why I'm sharing it. That's why I'm paying my offering. That's why I'm paying my tithe. Because I have understood that what I have came from God. Every person who's going to offer today, or every person who's going to pay his tithe today, is just proving to people that he believes whatever he has came from God. That's it is. So it's a matter of a heart. L'offrande, ma soeur, mon frère, pour terminer ici, c'est l'affaire du cœur. C'est l'affaire du cœur, c'est l'affaire d'amour de Dieu que tu as et l'amour de ton prochain. Présenter l'offrande, c'est juste retourner auprès de Dieu qui t'a premièrement donné la chose que tu as. Écris ça. Présenter l'offrande ou payer ta dîme, c'est juste pour prouver que tu retournes à Dieu qui t'a premièrement donné cette chose-là. L'offrande que tu fais, c'est une preuve que tu reconnais que ce que tu as t'a été donné par Dieu. Donc l'offrande devient un acte de retourner à Dieu la chose qu'il t'avait premièrement donnée. Donc la personne qui paie l'offrande, c'est une personne premièrement qui doit connaître que Dieu existe. Deuxièmement, celui qui détient l'or et l'argent. Troisièmement, celui qui m'a donné ce que j'ai, le mariage, les affaires, l'argent, la compagnie. Voilà pourquoi je dois librement offrir. Voilà l'offrande là. Vous voyez que c'est quelque chose qui est connecté à ton cœur. Parce que ton cœur, tu connais que ce que j'ai, ça vient de Dieu. Your heart knows it well that what you have came from God. That is why freely you are giving it back to Him. Offering is just a proof that you are giving back to God who first gave you. Whatever you are giving to God, you believe that you have received it from Him. That's why you are offering. If not, you will not do that with the heart. Proving that your treasure is Jesus, the giver of whatever you have. Offering is proving that your treasure is Jesus who is the, the giver of whatever you have. When money, you have whatever you have. If you believe that it came from God, you're going to give it 
freely to God. Because we believe it came from God. And Jesus is my treasure. My treasure is Jesus Christ who is going to give me health, going to give me money, marriage, good children, good wife, good husband. That is my treasure. My treasure is Jesus. My treasure is not car, it's not money. If your treasure is money, you will not share your money. But if your treasure is Jesus Christ, you will find it easy to share money. You will find it easy to share the money that you have. Because your treasure is Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ will continue to give, will continue to give, will continue to give. Si tu crois que ton trésor c'est Jésus Christ de Nazareth, tu vas donner. Offering, non, oh, oh, comment on appelle ça? Offrir, oh, donner l'offrande, offrir, oui c'est ça. Offrir, c'est juste une preuve que Jésus Christ est ton trésor. Écris ça. Offrir, c'est juste une preuve que Jésus Christ est ton trésor. C'est lui qui est ton trésor. C'est lui qui donne, qui t'a donné. C'est ton trésor. L'argent appartient à lui. Tout ce que tu as, ton corps, ta santé appartient à lui. Donc, quand tu donnes, quand tu donnes la dîme, l'offrande, tu es en train de prouver que ton trésor, ce n'est pas l'argent. Ton trésor, c'est Jésus-Christ de Nazareth. Voilà pourquoi tu donnes. Parce qu'il va encore donner. Plus tu donnes, plus lui va donner. Alléluia. Plus tu donnes, plus lui va donner. The more you give, the more the treasure we give. Because the treasure is Jesus Christ. You believe that your treasure is not money, is not your parent, is not your wife, is not your husband. Your treasure is not your business, is not even your, your employer. But your treasure is Jesus Christ. So when today you don't have an employer, since your treasure is Jesus Christ, Jesus Christ is going to give, bring another job. You're going to give another job. Because your treasure is Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. Let us stand up. May we applaud for the Holy Ghost. Applaud for the Holy Ghost, my brother, my sister. Applaud for the Holy Ghost. Where you are, begin to pray. Say, my father, I have understood that you are my treasure. Put me in. Pray like that in the name of Jesus Christ. I have understood, O oh Lord, that you are my treasure. Put me in. Put me inside your treasure. I want to go in. I want to be there. I want to stay there. I have understood that you are my treasure. Put me in. I want to be there. I want to live there. Inside you. You are my treasure. Put me in. Pray. Tu pries ma soeur, mon frère. J'ai compris, papa, que toi, tu es mon trésor. Mets-moi dedans. Répète. J'ai compris, papa, que toi, tu es mon trésor. Mets-moi dedans. Je veux être dedans. Moi, je veux être dedans. Je veux être à l'intérieur de toi. Je veux être à l'intérieur de ton trésor. Oh, Seigneur Jésus, moi, j'ai compris, toi, tu es mon trésor. Voilà pourquoi je donne. Voilà pourquoi je fais l'offrande. Voilà pourquoi je paye ma dîme. Parce que j'ai compris, toi tu es mon trésor. Mon trésor, ce n'est pas l'argent. Mon trésor, ce n'est pas les femmes. 
Mon trésor, ce n'est pas les hommes. Mon trésor, ce n'est pas le travail. Mon trésor, ce n'est pas même mon, mon ministère. Mon, mon trésor, c'est toi, Jésus-Christ de Nazareth. Fais-moi dedans. Je vais rentrer à l'intérieur de toi. Papa, je vais rentrer à l'intérieur de toi. Moi, je vais rentrer à l'intérieur de toi. Je vais rentrer à l'intérieur de toi. Je vais rentrer à l'intérieur de toi. I want to enter inside you. I have understood you are my treasure. Put me in. In the name of Jesus Christ. In Jesus' name, amen. Begin to say thank you, Jesus Christ. Say thank you, Jesus Christ. Because I am in, inside you. You are my treasure. Thank you, Jesus Christ. Because I am in, inside you. You are my treasure. Thank you, Jesus Christ. Because I am in, inside you. You are my treasure. Merci, Jésus. Parce que je suis dedans. Dedans de toi. Toi, tu es mon trésor. Au nom de Jésus Christ de Nazareth. Amen. Go check out Healing Sermons and Prayer House with Pastor Daniel Watson. Available today on Podbean and more. Go to podbean.com and search Healing Sermons and Prayer House. Offering live healing services on this radio channel. This offer is for a maximum of five family members that can enter the online healing studio to pray for the sick. Check out the website for more information, themosthighgod.org, and tune into the podcast. You can also find it on Spotify, Amazon Music, YouTube as well. Search Healing Sermons with Pastor Evangelist Daniel Waxen, the founder of the Trinity of the Most High God. That's D-A-N-I-E-L-O-U-A-K-S-O-N. Many episodes up for you to listen to already. Make sure you subscribe to be notified of future releases. And you can also connect and stay tuned on Facebook at The Perfect Healer, on Twitter at Daniel Marketeur, or just download the Podbean app and stream directly from there. That's Healing Sermons and Prayer House with Pastor Daniel Watson. Go listen, download, and subscribe today.